0: Welcome to Haunting Live Podcast, a place where we bring a new paranormal guest each episode to share their journey and experiences.
1: Well, I think a lot of people have had contact, but I think the, the misnomer here is that we are all the contact because all, we've all had lives on various star systems as well as the Earth. Some of us have, have had more on the Earth than in star systems. Um, and so we may feel more like, Oh, Earth is the real place. All that other stuff is woo woo. But um, I gotta tell you, it's not.
0: Visit our sponsor, the most gifted psychics. Call 866 228 2883 and mention code word pausing live to receive 10 minutes for just $10. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Welcome to this episode of Haunting Live Podcast. This episode, we do have our special guest, second Colleen Pearl, the cool crone. And welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to have you on this episode. And um, can you first of all, just for our listeners, introduce yourself and tell us a brief description of what you do.
1: Sure. I'm Colleen Pearl, the cool crone. That's my website and my Instagram and everything is the cool crone. I'm a cardomancer and astrologer, and a cardomancer is just somebody who reads cards. So a lot of people will just call themselves a tarot card reader, but I read all kinds of cards. I read playing cards, Kipper cards, Lenormand cards, tarot cards, angel cards, oracle cards, just you know, 50 million kinds of cards. But I also do astrology, and I really love astrology. And um, those are the two main things that I advertise on the YouTube channel. And then on my website, I have other stuff.
0: That's great. Sounds really interesting that uh, you are into a whole bunch of different things that involve cards and numbers and all that. So basically, how did you get into all that? What drew you into those topics? Uh, What got you started in it?
1: So my family is, um, they were all pretty psychic. Uh, So as a child, it was kind of normal for people to just kind of know things. And um, they were also into all sorts of different types of metaphysical things like, When I was um, uh, eight or nine, my oldest brother started taking trips to India, and he was really interested in Hinduism. And by that time in my life, I was already interested in witchcraft and Wicca. I don't think I knew that it was called Wicca then, but I definitely knew that it was witchcraft. And I was also into astrology by then. So astrology came just because I actually think it was a past life thing. I actually think it just was in me from from the beginning. But I would watch my mom and dad read their horoscopes in the newspaper every morning at the breakfast table. So when I learned how to read, the first thing I wanted to read in the newspaper was the horoscopes. And I read them and I thought they were just kind of garbage. Like, how can you write for everybody who's born under, say, the sign of Aries for a whole day of what's going to happen to them. It just seemed to me nonsense. So that kind of got me started investigating, well, why do they think that this is a real thing? I I was really interested in the planets and all this other stuff at a really young age, like I said, when I learned how to read. And so that got me started on you know, tracking down books and reading about it. And um, by the time I was 10, my brother was dating a woman who was an astrologer and she taught me how to do charts. And in those days, there were no computers. So she had to teach me how to do the math to do the charts, which was quite something for a 10, 11-year-old person to do, but I did it. And um, I started reading for people at that age and doing chart readings for people, which was crazy. Um, And at the same time, because I had this really, really deep interest in all things surrounding fortune telling and witchcraft and predictions and whatever. Almost everybody in my family gave me something, right? My sister for my birthday gave me a deck of tarot cards. My older brother, I mentioned, had been going to India. He gave me gifts having to do with um, the Hindu gods. Um, I mean, just everybody kind of like fed this passion of mine. And um, I think it was secretly their passion too, but they were just like, oh, I'm not psychic. They were all psychic. They were all extremely psychic. In fact, my oldest brother made his living as a psychic in the latter part of his life. Um, So yeah, it was just kind of part of growing up was all of that stuff. And I just gravitated to the weird and witchy stuff around me, which in the 60s in Seattle, there wasn't a heck of a lot to grab, but I grabbed as much as I could. (laughs) And this is the result. Today I'm doing all this weird stuff.
0: So what was your favorite part of it then? Was it learning astrology or learning to read cards or as like I think growing was, up as I think a child? Or?
1: I think it was astrology first and also just the experiences that I had as a child, like noticing shapes in clouds and noticing that the clouds were, to me, they were moving and making different pictures for me in the sky. And I kind of interpreted that as messages for me. Um, I had an experience one time where I saw the clouds, you know, form. You know, in. Are you familiar at all with tarot cards?
0: A little bit, so yes. So you know,
1: you know how on the aces will often show a hand coming out of a cloud. So I literally saw the clouds form that picture and and beckon me, and I was like, whoa. If that isn't a sign from the universe, I don't know what that is. <laughs> that was crazy. So, you know, I just noticed things around me. I noticed when I was walking, if a feather was in my path and it was pointed a certain way, I noticed that. And I was like, there's a reason I'm noticing all this stuff. So it kind of started my my um, journey in researching, you know, all sorts of divination and, you know, different paths, you know, Native American and witchcraft and Hinduism and anything that had a mystical side to it, I was there trying to figure out what it was about. Astrology was really fun for me because I knew nobody else was doing it, especially nobody my age. And to, to know this kind of secret language was just really interesting to me. My, my whole family is musical. So my whole family could read music and they all played several instruments. And, and so we all had that in common, but astrology was mine. Astrology was my special language that nobody else in my family knew. And they were kind of amazed that I could read a chart and tell them you know, about things in their life that I really hadn't been told. I was just reading it in their chart. So that, that was very exciting for me because it told me that there was something about my abilities that probably was not either self-taught or taught from a book. It was just something that was coming out of me and it made me different in that way. And I really, really loved that. I just thought that was very exciting. And it's, it's still exciting to this day. I still get very excited talking about astrology. So I enjoy doing it really a lot.
0: So did you think that gave you a sort of leg up when you started learning that at a young age like that? Did it help you progress and sort of learn more as you went down your journey?
1: I think so, because when you're looking at various people and all from all different walks of life, you begin to understand um, what human nature is more on a global scale, literally, because most kids 10 or 12 years old have only come in contact with a finite group of people, and that's what they base their view of the world on—is those people. I was looking at charts of, you know, famous people, people that I, you know, my teachers, my friends at school, their parents, my parents, um, anybody that I could get, a, you know, political figures, even, you know, anyone that I could get a date and time for their birth date, I'd throw a chart and I would look at it and learn from it. And I realized that, you know, people, people are very much their chart. Their chart is very much kind of a, um, it's not really a map of your life, but it certainly shows you where you have certain choices and it certainly shows you where you'll have big things happening in your life, like marriages and births and, you know, losing a job, getting a job, moving your home, getting a big promotion, going to school, taking a large, you know, a long trip it it points out all of those things in the chart so you see that life isn't just your neighborhood so i was pretty young to start grasping that and and i think it made me a little more um open to other people's experiences and and a lot more tolerant and understanding of human nature you know cuz you know people people can be jerks sometimes you know people can be really mean or whatever but i could see in a chart where you know, there there is a reason for it. There is there's a, you know a, an insecurity or maybe a past trauma or maybe a horrible relationship with a parent or some other authority figure that made them that way. Now it's the person's choice if they want to come out of that and heal from that trauma or not. But most people in the 60s and 70s did not. So I had these like textbook cases that I could see of you know, the, the alcoholic, the child of the alcoholic, the abused wife, the, um, you know, the child that was abused, the, you know, I could just see what was forming all of these people's psyches and what was informing their worldview and, you know, why people thought the way they did. It was just fascinating to me, just really, really fascinating.
0: So did you find that helped you growing up then? Did it help you kind of, um, Psychoanalyze you know, people that you met as clients as well.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm still really terrible at guessing people's signs. Everybody wants an astrologer. What am I? What do you think I am? And am I I'm really terrible at that because I'm picking up on energies that link to me, not necessarily that are just the person. I think what it did though is it 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 allowed me to mature differently than other kids. And um I mean, I have Capricorn rising. I'm kind of an old person when I was even young. You know, <laughs> I just like, I understood this human nature. So yeah, it gave me a leg up because I could speak to the adults around me very easily, you know, as well as the kids, but I could speak to the adults very easily. And I think that um, in some instances shocked them, um, in some instances impressed them, in some instances kind of pissed them off you know they're like why is that kid talking to me like that but i remember doing a reading for um my my choir teacher when i was in high school and i told him you know he and his wife were really struggling for money and they had had a second child and it was just like oh this is just going to be a strain on our family's life. And I said, well, let me do your chart. Let me see what's happening for you in the future. And his future was just glorious. I I was like, wow, you are not going to be a teacher for very much longer. You're going to go on to have a really spectacular career in a, I think a whole other field. Um, And he's very creative. He had started like, um a summer stock uh camp theater camp for kids and stuff which i went to he had started doing seminars for positive thinking which i went to but and he kept saying is this the thing is and i was like no this isn't it there's something bigger for you that's coming and about two years after i graduated from high school because this was in seattle because that's where i grew up he started working for microsoft and he became a bazillionaire at microsoft And it changed his life. That money allowed him to do all of the creative things that he wanted to do. His wife could stop working. His kids, you know, they flourished. They went to college. No more scraping and 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 worrying about everything. It was just, it was great. And I was able to tell him that, like four or five years before it happened, so that he would know that down the road things were going to get better so he he i mean i hope that i relieved a little anxiety in his life for him and his wife cuz you know they were really suffering so yeah so that that was a really interesting reading <laughs> that one <laughs> really interesting and you know he did help me a lot he wrote great references for me when i went to college and you know helped me get different connections cuz i was i was in um in theater and acting and dancing and everything. So he helped, He gave me a lot of connections there to to uh, to do that, which was what I thought I was going to do for my living. <laughs> when I was younger. I thought, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to be on the stage my whole life. Well, here I am full circle coming back to a stage called YouTube, but <laughs> but I'm not singing and dancing anymore. <laughs> I'm doing astrology and cards. So, you know, the, the, it definitely... Definitely doing even the tarot, doing the tarot for people and doing astrology for people really gives me a different view of human nature, human life and 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 how people's lives are lived. There isn't just one straighten straight path, you know, everybody has a very unique path. And I find that fascinating. I think it's really interesting.
0: The paranormal can happen at any time, so that's why our Etsy store is always open. Get your paranormal items from cleansing, to protection, to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live. Yes, for sure. Everybody has their own journey, their own path through life, and um, mm-hmm. it sounds like you got the handle of that um, through the, their chart at an early age, so that's great. And it helped you out through life as well, so. Yeah, um, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about your astrology next. Uh, what kind of drew you into the astrology part? Like, how do you read astrology for people? How does that so work?
1: When I first learned astrology, I had a few key books that I just read over and over and over again so I could absorb it. But when I first started doing charts, I did, I think what I did is kind of a form of scrying. I think I looked at the symbols on the page and the symbols kind of told me what to tell them. And it's not like I heard it um, really strongly in my head. I just knew what to tell them. And so this is a form of, of psychic ability called claircognizance. Um, so it was partially the symbols that informed that, but and kind of sparked it, kind of opened it up. But today I use that claircognizance also with tarot and card reading. But for astrology, it was very helpful because often, you know, when I'm looking at someone's chart, it isn't just that, oh, you have Neptune in the 12th house and it's in Virgo and it means this. You have to combine it with all the other planets, with all the other signs that those planets are in and with all the other houses that they're in. And then once you know that, you have to also interpret what does it mean when they're in certain angles or, or aspects to each other. And that's a whole other ball of wax. So it was a lot of information, especially for a you know ten year old, twelve year old kid to wrap their head around. So I think it was very fortunate that I did have an intuitive way of interpreting the charts. Um, so I just I just kept reading and reading. My whole my whole childhood, I was always had my nose in a book, reading more about astrology or witchcraft or divination or gypsies or something. I just always was reading about stuff. And to me, all these things are connected. I think astrology is connected to numerology, is connected to all the metaphysical disciplines, to all the philosophies, to cards, to Reiki, to, I mean, you name it, it's connected. Crystals, stones, the, the cosmos, higher realms, the your higher self, angels, guides, fairies, it's all connected. And to me at a very early age it felt connected it felt like yeah seeing that hand come out of the cloud that's that's a piece of the sky the sky is astrology that's why they're beckoning me they're saying come 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 to this this is a good thing but it's also just the the vibration and the and the raising of vibration of a person on earth you know cuz in those days in the 60s People were not very elevated. <laughs> they were not very, they, you know, We they had the, you know, the one big musical hair where they said, you know, you know, the moon is in the seventh house, you know, <laughs> well, okay, the moon in the seventh house, that's great. You're going to have a baby. Okay, wonderful. But <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be peace on earth. And it doesn't necessarily mean that all people are going to be really cool. But to me, it was a beginning. I thought it was very, very good that there were things out in the zeitgeist that popular music was promoting things like astrology, the age of Aquarius. Just having that word in the zeitgeist was very important for the sixties. It really helped people on earth kind of, well, those of us who consider ourselves light workers, it kind of was a signal that, okay, we know you're all here. We know you're all doing this thing here. You got to be patient because it's going to be a few decades before this really kicks in. And it was, it was like about 20 30 years before everybody started really kicking into yeah we got to raise our vibration and the earth has to raise its vibration and we have all these other things and meanwhile i'm just sitting here going when are they all going to catch up (laughs) When are they all going to know that this is what's going on because for me at that at you know since i was a kid i i felt very strongly that it was all connected that everything everything in my life that i was doing was going to be connected even even my theatrical experiences i knew that that was going to be connected somehow to what i would ultimately become as an older person and sure enough it really is
0: you also do a bit of life regression readings can you talk about that for a little bit next
1: yeah i um i do two two um other services that are not related to astrology or card reading one is the cosmic clairvoyance and the other one is the, um, life regressions. I'll talk about the past life regressions first. I feel that it's really important for people to tap in to, uh, past lives. I think it's a very good way to release yourself from certain trauma that may or may not be, you know, uh, occurring or have occurred in this lifetime, but, very often people have trauma from past lives that they can't release in this lifetime. For instance, a fear of water that is irrational, you know, like maybe you're born into a family where they have like a vacation home on a lake and they, every summer they're on the boats and they're in the water and and you're just petrified. That's um, most likely a past life thing because, you know, we've all heard the thing with with like, uh, yeah, babies, you just throw them in the water and they know how to swim. Well, some babies don't like that <laughs> some babies are scared to death so you have to um you have to question that you have to look at who you are and kind of ask yourself well why would i be born into a family that loves water and i'm deathly afraid of water well obviously it's this lifetime that you're being asked to let go of that fear of water and by doing that you're going to open up a whole other part of yourself that's probably really, really wonderful, you know, a whole different thing that would feel very, very good. So that's a that's a big thing with past lives. The other part of it is just connecting um, with the idea that you are bringing forward many, many gifts from your past lives that you may not really understand or appreciate until you touch that life and feel what it felt like to experience that gift. A gift like, um, it might be a psychic gift, it might be a healing gift, Um, whatever it is, if you never touch it, and you never even open yourself up to the possibility, then you're not really living up to your potential. And I think that's a shame. I (laughs) think, I hope everybody lives up to their potential. (laughs) So um, a lot of times in past lives, that can happen is you can find out about gifts that you had in the previous lifetimes and you can bring them forward into this lifetime or you can heal traumas from a past life and release it in this lifetime. both of which I think are basically healing, you know. The other um, the other service that I that I provide is the cosmic clairvoyance. And what I do is before I meet with the client, I do a deep meditation on the client. And I try to get messages from their spirit guides. And I usually do. So I'll have the messages from the guides. Sometimes I'm called to also pull like an Oracle card or two. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes maybe when I'm actually with the client, maybe I'll do something with a pendulum or something for them. But when I'm with the client in, uh, well, I usually do it online, but when I'm with them, what I will do is I will take them through a very deep meditation And allow them to connect to their spirit guides through that. And then they also get a message directly from their guides. And then I'll share with them the message that I got and then share if I need, have it the Oracle card, or I'll answer a question with a pendulum or whatever. And because there's an exchange there, I'm talking to their spirit guides. They're talking to their spirit guides or higher self or whatever. And, the, the combination of those two messages is very rich and very revealing, and usually pretty satisfying for people. I, I've gotten really good responses from people that they just feel like, yeah, that's what I needed. I needed to hear that. I needed to go there. And it's kind of amazing how closely the messages will be linked, but not exactly. They won't be in the exact same message, they will be like two sides of a coin. You know, like one, one, one will be the message saying, here's where I think you should go. And the other one might be saying, here's where you've come from. So you don't need to be there anymore. You need to go further and here's where you should go. So it's really, it's really interesting. And I really, uh, the, I, I really enjoy meeting the people during these readings and, and hearing their stories and what they're going through. And I know that when they go through these readings, I know that they, that it helps them. and that's the whole reason to do it is to help people. So, so that's, that's what those are.
0: No, that's great. Thank you for explaining a little bit about in detail what is involved in your services that you provide. Um, Can you give an example or a story that you like to share from one of your clients or sessions that you've had in the past from anything that you do from tarot to the astrology to maybe even the past life stuff, just Some interesting story that you want to share?
1: The past lives, honestly, I don't remember them because, and a a lot of the cosmic clairvoyant stuff too, I'm operating in a different brainwave. So I usually don't remember it, but I do know that um, for, for this one woman, when we were doing the, the reading, I got all the way done with the reading and she had been talking about her art she had, you know, she was really into her art and her guides were telling her to do this and that and whatever with her art. And my reading for her had been all about fairies. And I was a little hesitant to even tell her what I got out of the reading. And I did it anyway, because that's what the guides are telling me to do. You just go ahead, just tell her, tell her what you got. So I started talking to her about the fairies and She just welled up and just tears. I mean, she wasn't like sobbing, like she could hear my message still. But the tears, I could see it because we were on camera. Tears were just running down her face. And she's like, I really needed to hear that. You see, and I could see her house. She was in her house and she had all these windows around. And there was, you could see there was these huge trees outside the window. And she says, you see all those trees back there? I moved to this house because of the fairies. And I was like, oh, wow. And she goes, yeah, I used to live in the city and I really needed to get away from the city. And I looked and looked and looked. And when I came to this place, the fairies were here waiting for me. And they told me that this was my home. And every morning I go out on the porch and I just do my meditation and I speak to the fairies and they tell me about the next piece that I'm going to produce in my art. And I was like, oh my God, that's great. Because here I was thinking this has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) So it was really, it was, it was a good confirmation for me because I was a little trepidatious. I was like, Oh geez, she just wants to talk about her paintings. And (laughs) here I am talking about the fairies again, you know, (laughs) what's that going to mean? But it really connected for her. And, um, you know, I have, I have similar experiences like that with, with people all the time. Like I will also mention to people when I feel like I'm connecting to, um, a star being a galactic being. And, um, you know, I, I usually am also a little trepidatious when before I mention it, because some people are just going to be like, Oh, I thought you were a real psychic. Okay. Bye. You know, (laughs) they're just going to discount it. But she didn't. She was just like, I always felt that. Now, where do you think I'm from? And then I went into my whole spiel about how, you know, everybody on Earth by by this time is really not from one particular star system. We're all an amalgam. We're all a Heinz 57 of the thousands of races that are out there. Because, I mean, get real, people. If you think there's just like five galactic races, get a clue. There is like, just like us, there's lots of different people and and religions and thoughts and colors and whatever but there's thousands out there because we're just one itty-bitty planet and they're always discovering new star systems with planets within them you know like that it's so vast and I I find you know most um, citizens of planet earth just have no clue about how tiny we are in this universe (laughs) But, you know, being an astrologer, I'm like, well, what's the astrology like on Sirius? Do they have a whole different system? (laughs) What would that be about? Because I'd like to learn it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, same here. Hopefully someday we will get to learn about that and what there is out there and some contact and everything else. So,
1: yeah, well, I think a lot of people have had contact, but I think the the misnomer here is that we are all the contact because we're all We've all had lives on various star systems, as well as the earth. Some of us have, have had more on the earth than in star systems. Um, and so we may feel more like, oh, earth is the real place. All that other stuff is woo woo. But um, I gotta tell you, it's not. It's, you know, there's there's so many. I mean, when you start keying into it, when you start tuning into it, you can recognize um, the characteristics of various galactic groups. And almost, like I said, almost everybody is an amalgam. Nobody is like a purebred this or a purebred that. And I'm sure that there are outright galactic beings, um, maybe not walking among us, but at least visiting us because I don't think that their bodies would allow them to breathe our atmosphere. So that's the big problem with like, ooh, I'm from Sirius. No you're not honey <laughs> you've you've been hybridized and and bred and bred and bred and bred so that you can breathe oxygen and expel carbon dioxide this is very important we are a carbon based being you're not quite a light being yet but we're on our way we're on our way to changing so
0: well, thank you so much, Colleen. It's been so wonderful having you on this episode to talk about what you do and your past history. And it's been very interesting and enlightening. So thank you for being our guest this episode on Haunting Live.
1: Thank you, Trevor. It was fun. I mean, yes. who doesn't want to just sit here and talk about themselves? You yes,
0: know? exactly. <laughs> Great self-promotion for sure.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And, you know, anybody that wants to look look up me and what I do, I've got the YouTube channel as The Cool Crone, and I also have my website, thecoolcrone.com. You can go there and look at all my services, and pricing is all there. You can book the reading, pay for the reading, the whole thing, or you can just watch me on YouTube for free.
0: Great. I'm sure I'll be checking out some more of your work on YouTube, and I recommend everybody else does as well. Just go and uh, click some videos and watch what you do. So thank you again so much Colleen I appreciate it and um thank you for being with us this episode
1: thank you thank you so much Trevor take care you too
0: bye bye miss one of our episodes replay your episode on Rhode Island broadcasting show your support for haunting live by supporting our broadcast partner Rhode Island broadcasting find them on YouTube the paranormal can happen at any time so that's why our Etsy store is always open Get your paranormal items from cleansing to protection to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live.